Hey, Matt, are you subscribed to the Weekend Primer podcast? No, what is that? It's the weekly podcast that you and I do every week on Wednesday mornings to let people know what's going on in the weekend in Door County. That sounds like a great idea for a podcast. Well, why don't you subscribe to it? All you have to do is grab your phone and pick out whatever podcast app you use, whether that's Apple Music, Pocket Cast, or Spotify, or, or wherever you get your podcasts, and search for Door County or Door County Pulse Podcast and click subscribe. Wow, that's so easy. I could do it. Then every week you're going to get two episodes of the Door County Pulse podcast delivered straight to your inbox. And then all you have to do is click on it and listen. I'm going to go do that right now. Cool. And sounds like a great idea, Matt. I'll see you in the podcast this week, Andrew. Matthew, I'm back from Disney World. Yeah, I was surprised to see you walk in here today. I thought you'd be too scared to show your face. Well, I listened to the wonderful send-off that you and Miles gave to me on the Friday podcast. Yep. You wished me safe travels and everything. That was really nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I found out you did a weekend primer without me as well. Yep. And in that one, you threw me under the bus and kicked me off the podcast. Yeah, completely. So I was waiting for Miles to come in and you came. And uh, I know that this podcast is not going to be very good. Mm-hmm. Well, uh it's a, it is a sad podcast for sure, oh. unfortunately, because it is your last podcast. Oh, it is? Yep. It's the one where I fire you at the end. Oh, so. wow. Okay. And um, I'm not even going to bring Miles back because of what he said about me. Wow. So it's just going to be you. No, I'm going to bring in a better guest. Oh, okay. Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Is oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Okay. So next week, look forward to that. It'll be a weekend primer. We're just going to call it The Rock Podcast. Cool. From now, yeah. The Door County Rock Podcast. And I it's like going it. to be me and Dwayne and Rock Johnson. And we're going to talk about all the limestone that we got up here in the soil. Uh, and in, and uh, interspersed with uh, cool rock music. Yep. Yeah. Speaking of cool rock music, why don't we jump into the weekend's events? <laughs> I'm Andrew Clyden. And I'm Matthew Marcon. And this is your weekend primer. On Friday, you can start the weekend off right and check out the 10th annual Door County Short Film Festival in downtown Sister Bay. Films are as short as two minutes and as long as 20 minutes and are produced by amateur and professional movie makers alike. Doors open at 6 p.m. and the feature-length presentation of Lake Michigan Monster will begin at 7 p.m. Food and beverages are available for purchase, but free popcorn will also be available. This feature-length presentation, The Lake Michigan Monster, sounds fascinating. Is I, it, I think it I think it sounds great. My hope is that it's a documentary. <clears throat> that it's like a mockumentary about I was gonna say mockumentary. I don't want it to be a documentary, but like the Lake Michigan monster being like these small like bacterias, and I don't want it to be I want it to be like a mockumentary of a Lake Michigan monster. Right, because Door County needs its own crypto beast. Right. See, this is what I was saying. We should the the Door County um um mythological creature that we that it should have should be maybe like a 20 foot long white fish. Yeah. That's what I think it should be. That was like chemically engineered and like got loose and escaped. And now it's just roaming the shores of green Bay. Right. It ate, um, it ate a bunch of cherry pits back when they were dumping cherry pits in the water and it couldn't digest them. So it just, its stomach grew and grew and then it got bigger and bigger. Right. And now it's 20 feet long. Yeah. That'd be so cool. And it thirsts for revenge because of all of the pollution in the water. I don't know. Wow. I'm just trying to create some sort of story. Here. Yeah. So it uh, grows feet and it comes up on land. Wow. I think that's a step too far. All I right. think the feet was too far. I think just having him roam in, in Green Bay would be kind of cool. So a 20 foot long whitefish, believable, but as soon as he's got human feet, then yeah. it's unacceptable. Right. Fish right. can't grow feet. 
I haven't been to the short film festival before, but I have seen uh, a short film fest put on through the Door County Kinetic Arts Festival. Oh, that's right. Uh, and and it's always really cool to go see something like this because you're going to see a bunch of stuff that you wouldn't see anywhere else. Mm-hmm. Um, so whether it be just like cool amateur art films and then some of the more professional stuff, a lot of the things that I saw at the Decaf Festival were... Uh, animation based, which is really neat oh. to see uh, amateur animation and 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 the different types of storytelling that are being done in that genre. On this podcast, we talk a lot about like the different kind of arts and the art scene up here because it's very prevalent in in Door County. So I like to see um, film as an art being shown off in Door County. I think um, I I love movies and film. And it's, it's cool to see that being celebrated up here. Um, also, fun fact is Brett is a, uh, he's a uh, judge. Yeah, I didn't know this. Yeah, so this, this, past, this past weekend, he was uh, cooped up inside and he was watching all of the, watching all of the short films. And uh, I know who the winners are. So, oh, yeah. nice. I do not know. So it's, it's the viewers. The, the viewers, viewers of the, the short films yes. are are the are the winners. The audience because, wins. Right. Yep. I'm gonna go with you and then like as soon as the title card plays for each for each film, I'm gonna like nudge you and be like, eh? And then you can be like, mm-hmm. and then uh, I'll Maybe. try to figure out which one is the winner before <laughs> the actual results come in. That sounds like a great plan. On Saturday is the Door County Cornhole Tournament at Maxwell and Braves. You can enjoy an adult night out with friends, food, beer, and cornhole. Boards were built, designed, and painted by Gibraltar students and will be auctioned off. This benefits the 6th grade Manitowish Leader Center trip. Your fee includes heavy appetizers, a cash prize, and you can register at DoorCountyTickets.com. Mm-hmm. So you got a cool Door County Tickets event here. I am not, I've never been a big fan of Cornhole. You have an issue with Cornhole. I have an issue the with name. the name. Yeah. Yes, the game itself is fine, but the name bothers me because I never knew the... The origin of the name. I yeah. thought that like back in olden days, this game was played not with beanbags and a board, but with corn cobs no. and holes in the ground. That's just not true. But you inform me that, I, that that is not correct. No, that is not. Actually, they were played with beanbags and it is very much like horseshoes. But instead of the the vertical rod in the ground, there were holes and they they had beanbags, but the beans were filled with corn. And that explains the so name. They were corn, corn bags. Hole. Corn bags. Why didn't they call it corn bag? Uh, that doesn't sound great. That's true. I like how the uh, Wikipedia article says that cornhole is very similar to horseshoes, mm-hmm. but I would argue that it's the exact opposite of horseshoes. Whereas sure. in horseshoes, you hold, you throw a hole-shaped object onto a stick, a solid object, yep. and in cornhole, you throw a solid object into a hole. Mm. So the opposite. Well, opposites attract. So they they are whole now. Do you think if you play horseshoes, you're a good cornhole player? Or vice versa? Uh, no. No, you don't think the skills no, line up? I don't up? think the skills line up. All right. Even though physically with your body, you're doing exactly the yeah, same thing. But it's a different game. It's a different strategy. Right. I think mentally, it's completely different too. Because yeah. like in one, you're like, got to get this around this stick. But right. in the other one, it's like, how do I, how do I angle it into right. that? Right. Well, totally and then, and then it brings in the, the competition factor of playing against your opponent who is also throwing beanbags at the hole and trying to knock off one of their beanbags and get it in the hole, all that kind of thing. That's true. I've never really played cornhole. Yeah, I don't know the exact rules of cornhole, but I know it has something to do with points and how many beanbags are on the board and right, off the and board. You can and knock the them in. Yeah. That makes sense. Horseshoes, you can't really knock a horseshoe onto Yeah. It. See, that that's why cornhole is televised on ESPN and not horseshoes. Gotcha. Do you play a 
across from somebody else or are you all in the same it's, well it's, it's groups of it's i think it's groups of four so it's two on this side two on the other side and the two on one side are f- playing against each other so you and your teammate are across from each other okay and so you're each going back and forth well, I was I was wondering if you could try to throw your beanbag at the same time as your opponent and try to knock their beanbag out of the air. Uh, no. So you can't get ahead. No. By a point. No, because and then knock all their so, beanbags. So out you of the throw air. one, and then your opponent throws one at the same then, board. Yeah, at the same board, and then you go. I think it's like four beanbags, and then and then the other side comes. But you've never played. Not professionally, no. Okay, so we could you could be wrong. Uh, no, I'm I'm probably eighty five percent right okay. on this. Okay, because I could describe what I think the rules to cornhole is, and I'd probably be pretty close. I think we should save that for a different podcast. All right. I think the coolest thing about the cornhole tournament is the fact that uh, the cornhole boards were built and designed by Gibraltar students, and they're going to be auctioned off. That is a very cool part of the little twist of this whole thing is that it's not just a, you know a regular like cornhole tournament or whatever. Um, there's there's an there's an actually there's a charity aspect to this that's really cool. Well, there's that, but it's also featuring student art and yeah, it's not just regular store bought boards or anything like that. They were built and painted and designed by students and sixth grade students nonetheless. So it should be really cool. I would love to see a cool designed cornhole board. I would buy one. It's perfect for summer activities. Also on Saturday is the Sturgeon Bay Fire and Ice Festival. Witness novice, intermediate, advanced, and professional carvers transform blocks of snow and ice into works of art. So this is an ice carving festival. Yes. A festival of fire and ice. Yes. Not to be confused with the song of fire and ice, which no. is a game of thrones. I originally thought that this was Door County's largest Game of Thrones convention. Yeah, but feel free to, you know, cosplay as your favorite character. Okay, so my other question. We figured out the ice part of this, the carving. Mm -hmm. Where does the fire come in? Um, Well, you have to cool, you have to cool down the ice or heat up the ice in in, in another sense to be able to carve. (laughs) You can't say you have to cool it down or in other words, heat it up. That's the opposite. You know, these ice carvers. I mean, they think backwards. Okay, I thought you were going to leverage that the fire was a tool used in the ice carving, like a blowtorch. But instead you went with like, no, you need to heat the ice up so that it becomes malleable. Oh, that makes plenty of sense. So they're not just making like sculptures. This is going to be a a whole forging event where they're going to make ice swords and pound. They're going to heat them up till the ice is red hot. Then they're going to pound them out with hammers, right? (laughs) Then dip them in water and they'll cool back into ice. Another another way the fire could come in is presentation wise. So when they unveil their sculpture, like like fire shoots up in the background, right? You know, like. Well, and that makes it a very like exclusive event because with all the fire, the sculptures are going to be there only for about fifteen minutes, right? So if you're not there, you're going to miss out on all the cool. No, it's just like one like shot of fire, and then it's done. Oh, okay. Yeah. Were they doing any ice carving at the Fish Creek Winterfest this year? I didn't see any. That doesn't mean there weren't. Right, because I've seen them Because I was only there for a little bit, so it could have been later in the day. Okay, I've seen them do ice carving there with chainsaws, and I think that's always interesting, because I feel like ice is really fragile. Mm -hmm. So, like, when you're trying to make a sculpture out of ice, not only is it time-sensitive, because if it gets too hot, it'll melt, or if the sun is out, that's a problem. But also, it's not like you're dealing with stone. It's it's more fragile. Yeah. So I feel like as you're, like, chipping away at it, might break off more than you, but that might be the same with stone too. I think it's the same with stone. Uh, what kind of carving do you want to see or ice carving? Yeah. What kind of ice carving do you want to see? I always appreciate things that are not ice related, like a big ice, uh, pineapple. Always. Oh, I like that. Or like a, like a dolphin, something tropical. 
Oh, I think that's nice. Um, or maybe like a banana. I could do a banana. Yeah. Or a, a whole fruit hat. A, le- a Lego piece would be cool. Like one of the long uh, uh, three by twos or four by twos. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that'd be cool. That'd be cool. Maybe like a Lego figure. That'd be cool too. I just saw the Lego movie. So Legos are on my yep. mind. Lots of Lego coming yeah. out of you today. Yeah. All right, cool. Matt, that's been a lot of talk of ice and snow and I'm sick of it. Are you sick of winter? We've been talking so much about winter. I can't stand it anymore. Well, if you're sick of winter, then stop by the Prince of Peace Lutheran Church Coffee House for Sick of Winter. What? Which is like a, a gathering party get together where you can sample homemade chili and soup and bread and cider. And funds are raised to support Christian counseling ministry. And there's going to be door prizes and live music. And what I can't think of a better way when I'm done with winter, which Today I am. Today was the day where I finally was like, I'm, I've had enough because not only did it snow all day yesterday, I had to drive three hours to Wausau to pick up my dogs from my parents who also drove three hours from Minnesota to get to me so that I could get my dogs back because they were graciously taking care of them while I was at Disney World. And then we drove three hours back to Door County in a whiteout blizzard the entire time. And then we got home and we woke up and today it blustered a little bit. And mm-hmm. then tomorrow we're going to get eight inches of snow. Yeah. And I've had get. enough. Yeah. Um, but the good thing is this gathering of people who are also sick of winter, just like you are, has some of your favorite things. You love soup. Soup and chili. You love chili. Bread. I love bread. Who doesn't love bread? Cider. I'm a big cider fan. Wow. I mean, this is, this is, this is did you trade up my alley? Did you make this event? Yes, this is my event. Yeah. No, but I am going to go, and I think it's just going to be me and everybody else just complaining about the weather. Which well, that's just that's just what people do up here in, in February and March, is just complain about, hey, how about that weather? Yeah, it really stinks out there. I'm sick I of do, the snow. I do love that the coping mechanism is the comfort food of winter, soup and chili and bread sure. and cider and stuff like that. Instead of like, we're going to get together and pretend it's not winter and oh, we're gonna that would do, be the worst really to go to like a luau right yeah, now Yeah, that'd be the worst where it's all like warm and hawaiian music no. and pineapple juice no because then you have to put on all of your snow stuff and winter stuff and then get there and take it all off and then and then i think that's even worse as you're leaving the party because then you'd be like oh i gotta put on my snow pants again and my jacket over my hawaiian linen shirt that i brought i have to change out of my flip-flops and put on boots no that's not Plus, my jacket doesn't fit when I'm wearing my coconut bra. So that's the other problem that I have with that idea. On Washington Island this weekend is Ice Party, just featuring music, food, games, and great conversation around a warm fire. It's going to be BYOB. Tell me what Ice Party is, Matt. I just think it's funny that in between um, Sick of Winter, we have two festivals surrounded by ice and winter. Right. So you got the the Ice Party. Fire and Ice Party, Sick of Winter, right. and then Ice Party. Right. I think Ice Party is the best name for an ice party. Uh, I think this, on Washington Island this past couple weeks, I think it was this week, last weekend, and ending on this weekend, I believe, is the whole Celebrate Winter. We talked about it on last uh, on last podcast with Miles, but just a, a great way to get up to Washington Island and just experience Washington Island in a different kind of uh, setting that you normally would in the summer. Um, so I, this has you know definitely to do with that. So it's just a way of gathering and having fun on Washington Island. See, it's a good juxtaposition too, because you can see like up on the island, they're embracing winter and they've got the ice party. Whereas down here, we've got sick of winter, which right. is our curmudgeon party. Right. We don't like the winter. Yeah. And it's kind of funny that it's on the same night. 
Right. So you have to choose. You choose. If you love winter, ice party is where you go. Make right. the trip up to the to the island. Uh, if you're sick of winter, go to sick of winter, and you can uh, raise some money to support Christian counseling ministry. Yeah. So win-win either way. It's a great, you know. You're going to get food. You're going to get drinks. You're going to have a good BYOB time. BYOB to the ice party, though. Right. My other thought with ice party is that Washington Island has completely frozen over. Mm-hmm. And they were just like, hey, come on up. Come check out the ice. You could walk. Yeah, you pro- well, I wouldn't recommend it for you could a walk. couple reasons. You could walk. It's a long walk, number one. Number two, they do break the ice. Yeah, that's true. So You just take a roundabout way. Even longer trip. Then. Yeah. The good thing about BYOB <laughs> is that you can bring what you want and you don't have to deal with someone else's um, bad alcohol. So if right. it's something that you don't like, you know, so someone say, say only at the party, at the ice party, they had, I don't know, uh, Michelob Ultra you know, super watered down beer, but you're more of a Corona fan, you know? And so you bring the limes and you bring the Corona and you just have a great time, but you don't have to deal with that Michelob Ultra. I love listening to you talk about beer that you don't drink. I don't, but I'm just giving it out there for all those kind of people. So my thing about BYOB is that like, when I think about somebody like you who doesn't drink, yeah, what are you going to bring? I'm just going to bring a Pepsi. Can you? Because it's not bring your own soda, bring your own beer. Mmm. Unless you think it's bring your own bottle. Then you have to bring a bottle of Pepsi. Yeah. Do they make bottles of Pepsi? Yeah, Yeah, of course they make bottles. Sorry, I was thinking glass bottles. So (laughs) if you show up there with a hot chocolate, they're going to smack it out of your hand and be like, don't bring your own. This isn't, this isn't sick of winter. Or you could go and be like, Hey, I don't like beer. I didn't bring anything. What do you guys have? And they'll be like, nothing. I brought it for myself. Yeah. I just brought my own beer. Right. So then I'm like, I brought some Coors. Do you want some Coors? And you'll be like, I don't drink. And they'll be like, oh, what are you doing here on the island? And they'll be like, respect. I respect your decision not to drink alcohol. I'll be like, thank you. We have two different worldviews in this. (laughs) And I appreciate that because we're covering all the bases. Still on Saturday is the Valentine's concert at the Birch Creek Music Performance Center. You can come for a concert featuring everyone's favorite romantic songs. Featuring Katie Ernst, Dustin Lorenzi, Tom Weitzas, and Neil Hempel. There will be a social followed by Heavy Hors d'Oeuvres by Culinaria. It begins at 5.30 and the concert is at 7. So when they say featuring everyone's favorite romantic songs, what kind of songs are you thinking? Well, they don't just have to be love songs because it's romantic. Right. right? So what's romantic? Um, Your Body is a Wonderland by John Mayer. Right. Mm -hmm. Love that one. Mm -hmm. Um, Everywhere by Fleetwood Mac. Oh. That's a good one. Everywhere by Michelle Branch. 500 Miles. Oh. Um, have you been to a concert at Birch Creek before? Yeah, I've been to a couple. They're really cool. Birch Creek is the, the cool like barn, yeah, right? Yeah. Yep. Okay. So mm-hmm. I, I've been to a jazz concert there. Birch Creek has a really cool venue. So this will be a, a great little Valentine celebration, especially if you're like me and forgot that right. Valentine's Day is coming up this yeah, week. Yeah. I just gave you a little nudge being like, Hey, like, what are you doing for your wife? You right. gotta get on this. It's I'm going to skip Day. Valentine's Day and she's going to be like, Oh, you forgot about Valentine's Day. And I'm like, Nope. Two tickets. To, to Paradise. Val- yep, the Valentine's Day concert on Saturday. That's another romantic song, Two Tickets to Paradise. Right. Yeah. I hope they play that. That'd be nice. That would be nice. Yeah. I got a feeling it's going to be a, a good mix of different types of genres. They've got a, a bunch of people coming up for it. So I bet you, I bet you $1,000 they play Can't Help Falling in Love by that's, Elvis. That's probably a thousand dollars. a good bet. I would also... Um, Think Love by Frank Sinatra. Uh-huh. I think I could see that. 
I'm sure he didn't write that song. I'm sure he what just about, covered that uh, song. Famously. What about Mambo Italiano by Frank Sinatra? I don't know about that one, but Mambo number five. Oh, I'm sure we'll get yes. some time there. And finally, on Sunday, is the Pie Party Fundraiser at the Donald and Carol Crest Pavilion, where you can enjoy sweet and savory pie, socialize with Caleb Frostman, newly appointed Secretary of Workforce Development, and meet State Supreme Court candidate Chief Judge Lisa Neubauer. See, that copy took a turn for me right in the middle, because at first I was like, oh, cool, pie at right. the Donald and Carol Crest Pavilion. I and I was like, oh, also, these guys are going to be there. So it became a totally different event halfway through. Because I, I got locked into like sweet and savory pie. Sure. And what is your preference? Oh, sweet. For sweet sure. For sure. Yeah. What is a savory pie? Like is it chicken pot pie? Yeah. And that's a savory pie? I think so. I think that's what they're talking about. Okay. Because I feel like a pot pie is different than like a meat pie. Uh, and I can't get into no, meat pies. I don't want to get a meat pie. Specifically as a theater person in Sweeney Todd, I cannot do the meat pie thing. No, I'm definitely more of a, of a sweet guy. Um, But about this event... These are very exciting people, but I'm 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 still I'm just really excited about the pie. To be able to, to be able to pie for you. to be able to go home with a pie, that's amazing. Are you thinking that you can? That you can go just Yeah. So you're gonna go to the event and be like, hey, sorry, shake Caleb's hand real quick, wave at least and be like, hey, sorry, I just I gotta go real, real right. I'm just gonna grab a couple pie. I'm gonna okay. Yeah. That's gonna that, be it. That's how I'm envisioning this in my head. I don't know how it's gonna go. Cause I might, you know, stop and shake some hands, meet some people, kiss some babies, you know, as as one would do at a pie right. party fundraiser. But when I see that apple pie, whew, on top of that, I'm also more of a crisp person. I like apple crisp. What is apple crisp? It's just mashed up. You know, uh-huh. so it's, it's, it, you know, it's a crumble, apple crumble, you know, kind of thing. Sure. So I'm more interested in that, but I, I like, I'm a pie guy. What if they had chocolate pie? Chocolate pie. That sounds delicious. Are Yeah. Do you like pies with fillings or pies that are like pumpkin pie? Um, more, I, I mean, uh, it depends. Like warm it pie depends. or cold pie? Warm pie. I like warm, pie, I like cold warm pie. pie. Yeah. What's your favorite type of pie? Probably apple. Apple pie. Yeah. Apple I like pie. apple pie. I like it more than cherry pie. Mm-hmm. I know. <gasps> that is blasphemy. Yep, I know. Um, but I feel like I like pies more like pumpkin pie or like the sweet pies more. Okay. okay. Pie or cake though. Oh, cake. Cake. I'm, I'm big cake. Cake or ice cream cake. Ooh, cake. Okay. Yep. We found it. Brownies or cookies. Are brownies p- cake? Uh, no. Are you sure? Yeah. They're just flat cakes? No, they're not cake. It's a brownie. Okay. Brownies are a different type of dessert altogether. Brownies and cookies, I think of them differently too. Yeah. Well, I hope that they have all matter of pies at this event. Then we can try them all. We can try some savory Ooh, pies too. Take, do like a, a pie test. Yeah. Yeah. It's a fundraiser. I think you have to buy the pies. Yeah. Well, I mean, I need to sample the pie before I take it home. Right. Again, I'm not just going to take a blind pie. I don't know if it's good or not. Mm-hmm. Just, also, what I would like to know is where these pies are from, because that makes a huge difference. Are they sweetie pie pies? Because I love sweetie pie pies. But if it's just some, you know, store-bought pie, how do I know? I think they're all handmade from scratch. Ooh, but who's, but who's hand-making them? That's what, is a person... It's everybody's grandma. But what if it's like... Everybody's grandma came. But I don't, but some, some, some grandmas aren't good at making pies. You don't know that. No, but not all of them. So, so you're dealing with probability here. Name one grandma that wasn't good at pies. Mary, Mary Jo's Swanson down on, uh, Rude A. Should you make that name up? Yeah. Okay. 
You're just trying to prove a point. Well, I'm just was saying. Was your it's grandma good at making pies? I don't know. She was good at making desserts, so she was probably good at making pies. There you go. My grandma was good at making pies. But I'm just saying, probability, not all grandmas can be good at making pie because some are really good at making cake. I'm pretty sure that pie making is a prerequisite for becoming a grandma. Yeah, but my mom is now a grandma and she's not good at making pie. She's not a grandma then. But she is. She is. She might be a grandmother. My brother has a daughter. She may be. A, which makes my mom a grandmother. She may be a grandmother. She ain't a grandma. Ooh. Wow. That's harsh. Grandmother. Grandma. Grandma. Wow. See it? She's going to be heartbroken hearing that. She's, she's probably devastated. She should make me a pie and then I will bestow upon her the rank of grandma. But she does make a mean apple crisp. She has to make a good pie then because she makes the pie and crumbles it no, up. No, that's not how you make a, that's not how you make apple crisp though. But that's how you described it to me. That, but that's what it is pretty much. Okay, so I don't, I don't follow. But you don't make a pie and then just crush it all together and be like, ta-da, it's apple crisp. That's how you make mashed potatoes. Sure, but mashed potatoes aren't pie. You make really good potatoes, mash them up. No, I just, I just go to the store and buy the easy whip stuff. Or oh, the flakes? Yeah. The dehydrated potato flakes? Yeah. 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 Well. I think that's just about going to do it for us. I really want pie now for some reason. For some reason. Yeah. It's I don't, hard to tell why. I don't know. Thank you so much for chatting with me this week. Where am I going to find you this weekend? I mean, well, we are cosplaying in Sturgeon Bay on Saturday. Yeah. And then we'll be trying out pies on Sunday. I don't know about you, but I think I'm going to go up to Ice Party just to find out what it's all about. You're going to walk there? Yeah. Oh, cool. Yep. Have fun. I will. All right, Matt. I will see you next weekend. Thank you so much. And uh, bye. Bye. If you're looking for more things to do this weekend, check out the events calendar at DoorCountyPulse.com or pick up this week's issue of the Peninsula Pulse, available every Friday throughout Door County. Don't forget to subscribe to Door County Podcasts for your weekly Pulse picks, interviews, and exclusive content from the Peninsula Pulse. You can find us on DoorCountyPulse.com, on iTunes, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next week. Because, spoiler alert, in Sweeney Todd, the meat pies are people. Yeah. Okay, so in Sweeney Todd, there's a barber, and he uh, he's trying to get revenge. And he ends up chopping up all these people and his girlfriend bakes them into pies. Okay, Sweeney Todd is a musical that was written by... Johnny Depp.